0: Former New York Giant wide receiver and Super Bowl 42 hero David Tyree joins me for a very special one-on-one interview coming up next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody. This is Patricia Traina, and welcome to a special edition of the Lockdown Giants podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast family, your team every day. Thank you so much for tuning in for this special edition of the podcast. As I mentioned, we have a one-on-one interview with former New York Giants wide receiver David Tyree, who a couple of weeks ago was taking part in a cleanup of East Orange, New Jersey. And as part of that promotion, he took a few minutes out of that schedule to talk with me about all things Giants. We talked about the receivers. We talked about the state of the team. We talked about Daniel Jones, all kinds of things. And that interview is going to come up. Now, unfortunately, I don't have video for that interview. It was done over the phone. So um, the sound is pretty good. I think you'll be able to hear what everybody had to say but as far as seeing the video, we don't have it. I'm sorry. Um, it wasn't possible for them to arrange it for me. So anyway, I hope you will still enjoy it. Nonetheless, let's get that interview up and running for you right now. So, all right, let's talk a little Giants first, and then we'll talk about your, your latest giving back. You're always doing so much. It's like so hard to keep up with all the wonderful things you do, but let's talk Giants. And I uh, I got to ask you about this guy, Kadarius Toney, they have. Have you seen him and what do you think of him?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's obviously electric with the football in his hands. You know, the funny thing is, um, it's, it's kind of like, a lo- it's, it's a little different when you look at, you know, he's obviously not a big guy and he's, he's smooth. He doesn't look as explosive, but he just keeps on running by people. You know, he keeps on breaking tackles. He's elusive. Um, so it's, obviously it gives the Giants a lot to be excited about. Um, and, you know, and I know it's a, it's a lot of stumbling out the gate with the young man as far as his health. So I'm just excited for him.
0: Now, a lot of people said that, you know, he hasn't played receiver, a true receiver, you know, in college um, that that he was relatively new to the position. So I just want to ask you, what are some of the things that, you know, ultimately come with more experience, more reps, more coaching for a receiver that maybe a young guy at you know, that's just told to simply run a route or run in a certain direction doesn't pick up initially.
1: Yeah. I think some of the things is really um it's more of the intuitive things when you talk about reading coverages, um, how soon you want to sit. You know, some of that comes with chemistry with your your quarterback, right? So just having the gaining the trust. So of course you gotta learn the route tree master, you know, uh working on your routes, but he's obviously physically gifted. So that that's really just a a matter of time, rep count, but it's the experience and um, knowing how a defense might play, knowing how individuals might play. Those are some of the things that will take some time to develop.
0: And you you mentioned uh, chemistry with the quarterback. What's, you know, short of doing reps, but what else can a quarterback and a receiver do in terms of like film work to build up that anticipation and that intuitiveness?
1: Yeah, it's really, you know, obviously the, the, the greatest games on the field. But, of course, when you're sitting down and, you know, um, so many players have just become a student of the game, understanding uh, how to put in the extra time, uh, work after practice, film study after practice. Um, you know, a guy's got to be willing to do that, right? I, 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 and To my understanding, Daniel Jones is definitely a little bit of a, um, you know, a, a geek in that respect of, you know, he's a consummate uh, prep guy. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, you know, willing and able to pull, pull Kadaris over. And so long as he's willing to, you know, kind of give himself to that and not get caught up in some of the stumbling blocks of, you know, being a rookie in in New York City, then I think he's going to track track pretty well. Now, you mentioned Daniel Jones. He's in his third year, kind
0: of a, a make or break year, sort of like it was for Eli I don't want to compare the two because, you know, there's just no comparing Eli or Daniel or, with you know, each guy is their own man, so to speak. But when you look at Daniel Jones's game, do you start to see him maybe turning that corner the way Eli did in his third year?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think, um, honestly, when I look at, I was obviously there for the entire Eli progression. And, um, you know, I think a lot of both of their success is tied to the quality of teams, uh, the quality of the team. And I think we had, you know, we had a, a higher quality roster all the way down in, in a sense. And they were co- year in year out. Um, the team was put in a better position to give Eli that confidence as he was maturing. I think some of that is beginning to happen. Obviously, uh, Daniel's a freakish athlete. So there's some different attributes there that really allow him to compensate and still get some things done. If, if uh, you know, if the protection is not great, but I do believe he's on track. Uh, I do. I do believe there's a lot of similarities, um, but at the same time, they are their own individuals, and and he's tracking in the right direction. As a receiver,
0: at what point do you say to yourself, "Yeah, the quarterback has finally arrived"?
1: <laughs> I think. I think the funny thing about it, I think we all know, right? So um, if if we would call Eli's third year, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure if anybody said his third year was the year he arrived. I believe it was his fourth year. He's a year behind me when we won the Super Bowl, and I think. At that moment is when everybody said Eli arrived. Um, you know, we had we had good teams. We won a, won a division uh, maybe a year, a couple years before that Super Bowl team. But um, you know, obviously, it was a lot of things that had to come together. And I think obviously his maturation, his confidence, especially um, um, th- through the stretches, um, was a big part of that. But ultimately, his resolve and the ability to make the plays when they counted throughout our playoff stretch. So no one questioned whether he arrived at that moment and he became who he became every bit of that moving forward.
0: David, the Giants have such a rich history with their personnel. I mean, you could go up and down the roster at every position, linebacker, receiver, quarterback. How hard is it for a young player, whether it be Daniel Jones, a Kadarius Tony, a Saquon Barkley, whoever the case might be? How hard is it to come in and just know that there's such a rich tradition in there and a certain level of expectation that one has to live up? And do you think that sometimes guys press a little too hard to reach that level?
1: Honestly, I I don't think as many players are truly, truly aware. I think, yeah, there's, there's a few people like the quarterback position where maybe they're a little more studious, much more aware of the, of the history. I think everybody knows that the Giants are a class organization and, and, but as far as the history of the players, I can't say I really, truly knew that. Um, you know, and I was living right here in New Jersey, aside from LT, not being a fan. I think most of these players are into them, themselves, what they like and who they like. And when it comes to a team, they're learning all of that. So ultimately, the buy-in probably accelerates because of being within such an amazing organization. And and I think they begin to adopt it. You know, people like Saquon are probably a little more aware. Um, but ultimately, it's a unique opportunity. It's a unique franchise. And I think all those guys want to, um, but also, you know, this is a this is a, this is a generation of athletes that's very much into themselves. Um, not 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 to the ex- you know not to the extent where it always hurts each other. But they have their own brand. They have their own aspirations of creating something great um, for themselves. So I think sometimes there's a, a there's a balance and focus, and some of that can be missed.
0: When you look at the Giants and where they are now, I know a lot of fans are very uh, upset. You know, the team is one in four a lot of people just feel like they've, they've been conditioned to losing and stuff like that. But from your eye, from what you've seen, is this team, is there hope for this team or, or are there still concerns about, you know, where they're headed or, and what they
1: have? Yeah, I think the biggest concerns are, 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 the, are the, you know, the, the, the injuries. I think it was a decent roster. I didn't believe it was a great roster. I think it's taken giants a long, long time to, um, to, to fix the offensive line. We're talking, you know, if we're, if we're going to be honest, we haven't had a very good offensive line in almost 10 years. So, you know, um, and I think that's, for me, that's the bigger issue in light of where, you know, the, the quarterback position, um, Eli, you know, really flourishing with, with, a, with, a, with a strong offensive line. Um, and I think for a young quarterback, he's going to need that kind of confidence as well. So um, I think fans have, the, of course, the right, but what they do, they look like a team that believes in their coach, and is and is and they're scrapping. And you know, um, if last year was playing above the quality of the roster, I don't I don't know how to summarize what this year is um, heading into one to four. But it's it's a lot of injuries to overcome. But I think this team plays with great passion. Um, they pr- they play with belief, and, and they're missing opportunities that they really need to to capture.
0: Is that something that you think can carry a team, though, if the talent may be, if the talent level is maybe you know off a little bit due to injuries or what have you?
1: I do believe that belief, and there's there's a lot of things that just like there's a lot of things that have to happen for a team to win a Super Bowl. It's not impossible for this team to turn around and maybe become Um, You know, obviously, getting a couple key players back is going to be essential. Um, with the early losses in, in the preseason to the offensive line. I think they've overcome that tremendously, although it's not a great offensive line um, and they're competing, you know, Andrew Thomas has made leap, leaps and bounds in year two and uh, they're competing. Um, and I think that can, all those areas can improve uh, week to week. So yeah, there's promise to, to have a respectable season, but there's a lot of things that really need to go right.
0: All right. A couple more before I ask you about your latest uh, endeavor with the city of uh, East orange, um, when you look at this Giants team, it, you know, you mentioned the offensive line. They've had a lot of injuries. They've had some unexpected retirements. I mean, what? how do you survive a rotation? Like, they, they've been doing this rotation with different guys in there. And to me, that just says that, you know, if you don't know who your best five are, you're still trying to figure it out. I mean, so how, how does the team kind of work around that?
1: I, I, I really actually um I, I kind of appreciated the approach last year. Um, You know, I mean, this is obviously just year two for Joe Judge. And this is probably an approach where he's looking to get as many players up to high quality playing, you know, speed as possible. Um, The problem with it at this point is, you know, there's a great need for um, higher quality play. So the moment you get a new guy in and he's not up to speed, um, you're you're taking a great risk. So, you know, there's risk and reward and everything. I think that's an approach that he has to believe in, roll the dice on it. And live with the results. Um, I can't say it's altogether bad I, for year two. I, you would lo- like to see a lot more stability, especially with the with the young quarterback.
0: Okay, and then one more. I've got to ask you about the other receivers: Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, who, who before his hamstring injury mm-hmm. was having a really good uh, season. What did they? How mm-hmm. did, what do they bring to the offense? And what have you seen from them? And what do you like about those guys?
1: Yeah, I think what the Giants were probably hoping for is what Alex Bears brought to. The giant offense uh, during my days, obviously, um, you know, Kenny's really suffered some, you know, some some nicks and access. And we haven't seen the explosive plays that we've liked. But I think the abilities there, um, the price tag was kind of the question mark for me in light of, you know, obviously has some injuries going into that contract here. Um, So, you know, I think that's going to be the only question. You have a quality player there who can make tremendous plays. Um, And, you know, if there's anything that's ever in question is really going to be about, are we going to get the reward for our investment uh, year one? Um, we'll, we'll, We'll see. That's a lot to be seen. That's a lot to be expected. And there's a lot of team obstacles that those players will have to overcome.
0: All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up with our special interview with David Tyree. But first, get all the latest news, odds, info, and sign-up bonuses for all your sporting needs by heading over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. When you open an account and use our special promo code LOCKEDON, you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Again, that's code On for your 50% welcome bonus. Terms and conditions apply. Online, your online sportsbook experts. <laughs> All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up for you still with David Tyree. First, Bilt Bar is a healthy, low-carb, low-sugar, and high-protein treat that will satisfy your sweet tooth. Choose from nine amazing flavors, plus the occasional limited-time offering available in nut and nut-free varieties. Visit BiltBar.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code LOCK15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 at BiltBar.com for 15% off your first order. All right, now let's talk about your latest endeavor. You are helping with a citywide cleanup of East Orange, which I believe is the city you grew up in. Am I correct?
1: I did, yeah. My father uh, worked for City Hall for up uh, until about five to six years ago before he retired for about 15 years. Um, my grandmother, uh, you know, I had, I had early, early foundation here before I moved to Montclair. So, um, yeah, this was an opportunity to partner with, uh, you know, Castro. Um, to drive for change, when uh, I when I when I when I was made aware that they they chose eleven cities in East Orange was one of them. I was elated, and I and I just knew, you know, I was so thrilled. But I just knew I had to find a way to get my face in there and let this community know how um, how important they were to my development, and how important it is for them to continue to care for their community as as uh, as they continue to grow themselves.
0: What's it like going back to to where you basically? you have your roots. I mean, I'm, certainly cities change, people change, but, you yeah. know, do, do you see a lot of change or do you still see the same spirit that, of the city when you were growing up?
1: Yeah, I think there's, you know, like I, when I when I grew up in East Orange, there's always been a, a tough urban community. There's always been areas that have been, uh, you know, that have been plagued with, you know, violence, um, that have been plagued with, you know, challenges, but there's also been some really thriving uh, neighborhoods that have laid, you know, laid, laid a healthy foundation for their communities. And I think they're continuing to take uh, strategic steps and having, uh, you know, community and civic partners um, that are going to help them to continue to come along and, and flourish. Uh, today was a great day, having a chance to just work right, right alongside the mayor, Ted Green, and uh, see some of these young kids from the East Orange Campus High School and, uh, you know, really impart some, some, some passion to care for their community. So I think that's really what it's about. I think the more people were made aware of it. Um, so you know we'll, we'll we'll continue to amplify the efforts, and I'm just excited to once again be a part of the team, be a cog in the wheel that can uh, you know deliver a little more um, hope and energy as they're making those efforts.
0: And then final question for you. I mean I know there's there's you know messiness if you will regardless of the city regardless of where you go to some degree but i think for the most part people have become more conscious about the environment about keeping things clean you know tidy and stuff like that yes. have you seen that in your efforts this morning
1: yeah i certainly have you know like i think what, what what's exciting to see is the um the attitudes right like you know i mean we we all know that there's work to be done in our communities and i think we can say that across the board some more than others but when you have the right attitude people up early in the morning um you know the drive for change you have your 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 partners your partners um at every level that you know are just vested in and hitting these hot spots and uh bringing some awareness to to the impact that each each of us can have to uh bringing that that, that healthy communal environment is powerful. So um, it was an opportunity that, that I was thrilled to to uh, partner with the drive for change um, you know uh, with, with cash from the New York Giants that we can bring some attention to these forward. All right
0: giant fans hope you enjoyed this special interview with David Tyree. Don't forget to keep it here on the Laughlin Giants podcast. We'll be back with all new shows starting on Monday. Hopefully we'll be talking about a win. We'll see. But otherwise, uh, hope we'll see you regardless. Have a great weekend.